1: did you see the latest Nintendo Newsletter? Whoa! Nice graphics! I'd like to get my hands on that game. You mean you haven't played it yet? We can play it on my Nintendo Entertainment System. It's The Legend of Zelda and it's really rad. Those creatures from Gana are pretty bad. Tech Tektik's levers too. But with your help, our hero
0: pulls through. Yeah, go Link. Yeah, get Zelda.
1: Awesome! Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. The Legend of Zelda sold separately. Wow, that was intense. (laughs) Radical.
2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Play Retro. I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and I'll keep cutting this grass with my sword until more rupees come out.
1: And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And these red wall looking rad bastards that Ganondorf dispatched are still in my XP. So how will I ever defeat the Iron Knuckle Knight now? I knew I shouldn't have gone alone. It's dangerous out here, Scott.
2: It it sure is. It's a very dangerous place. Be careful where you stick your sword, is what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to Play Retro. As you might have guessed from our introductions, we're going to be talking... Zelda, uh, specifically the first Zelda game on the NES, and two, which was technically called the Adventure of Link, very different direction for that series. Uh, yeah, I would call took it a, a
1: took a turn.
2: A very temporary blip, in my opinion. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll get to all that and what happened and why and all that. Um, the background of those games is really interesting. So we've been wanting to do something on Zelda for a while. Turns out today was the perfect day to do it. We didn't even plan this, but Nintendo did a delayed direct. It was supposed to be a couple of days ago. They delayed it, I think I know now why. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But they did a direct where they finally gave us a release date on the upcoming Breath of the Wild follow-up, which is called The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, no. Now, I think that's why they delayed it, because of the queen dying. They didn't want to have a big brouhaha over Tears of the Kingdom, which makes perfect sense to me now that I've heard this. So whether that's the reason or not, it totally makes sense to me. But today ended up being the big announcement day, Brian. So we, we got more Zelda that's... on the horizon. We got a lot of Zelda behind us, and, and we're going to talk about it.
1: I didn't even consider that. That's a really good point, because I thought it was because uh, Sony had announced they were going to do their theirs today. And so there was like... They Was like, well, we're gonna show you, but it that makes more sense what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think Nintendo cares what Sony does. Or yeah, they probably did. And the Queen is dead. Well, we can't come out looking like a bunch of jerks yeah. now, can we?
2: The same company who delayed, it' uh, still delayed, but delayed the Advance Wars remake because of the Ukraine uh, Russia thing
1: war, right? Because of wars.
2: Yeah, so I still don't know what the status of that is because those the, yeah. the countries in those games are based on those two country countries, so it's like a little bit, a <laughs> little bit weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, a lot of stuff coming out of Nintendo today, and we are gonna talk about Nintendo of yesterday. Before we do though, I caught a guy in a coffee shop on a Steam what? Deck. Yep. I saw oh. him there sitting Ooh. there. He had a Steam Deck and I was like, Well, I need to know what he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, how did you how did you manage that? Did you like slowly sidle over there or did you like just
2: I stealth right my way over there? I didn't talk to him. I didn't bring it, you know, I didn't say anything. I just walked over and kind of like peeking, like, what do we got going here? And I'm happy to report to the retro playing audience here on Play Retro. He was playing Yoshi's Island on his Steam Deck. So,
1: Oh, nice. There you go. So uh, you activated stealth. Yeah. And uh, did, did you get caught at all, you think? Do you think he saw you in this reflection in, in the Yoshi? Did he kind of like stop and like kind of?
2: Nope. He just ears? was kept playing. And I, I just sort of glanced over and I noted it and then moved on. He didn't even know I saw. Um, some hipster looking guy had a cool beard, a little bit like yours longer, maybe.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he had some did he retro have a going. shirt like this. No, he did not, but that shirt's awesome. He didn't have a dragon's Lair shirt like this.
1: Nice. Yeah. Mine this, looks like airbrush. All this
2: retro crap we're wearing. I love it. love it too. It's uh, great. But anyway, it was, it was so a retro. fun thing to see cause that was me not long ago either. And specifically that game I've been playing again. Yoshi's Island is amazing which is technically Super Mario World 2, right? Yoshi's Island, but no one ever calls it that or thinks of it as a direct sequel to, uh, to the Mario game. They just think of it as Yoshi's Island, and I think they're right to do that. It's weird to tack it onto a Mario series, and it yeah. should be its own thing Yoshi, and was for its Yoshi sequel. Didn't
1: need, Yoshi didn't need Mario's cachet to carry him through. He no. had his own thing going on.
2: No, he could stick his tongue out, grab fruit, shoot said fruit, swallow the fruit create little weird
1: shits fruits there's whatever was going on behind it yeah yeah he could be saddled i mean come on
2: yeah crying uh, okay look in the chat they brought it up crying baby mario (laughs) is a nightmare (laughs) but that's part of what made that work because you tried really hard to not unmount because you knew if you did that baby was going to cry and it was going to suck yeah So I you did that. all you could to keep Mario, you know, locked in his seat, and, and I think it made me a better Yoshi player as a result because that was annoying. <laughs> uh, hey, Brian, you got online a copy of Legend of Zelda, but you did it with the Game and Watch version. I didn't even know these are still
1: available. So what did I, you do? I didn't either. A while back, you know, they re they relaunched some of these Game and Watches, and so the Game and Watch uh, was essentially that. It was a it was a little small handheld screen uh with a clock on it and you could play a different game. This was on Walmart. I was kinda surprised to find one there. Thirty nine ninety nine, which pretty I don't good. think was the retail price. I think the retail price is a little higher. It was and it's so I felt my, like, daughter, I felt my daughter bought good. this like a year ago and she paid like fifty for it. So I don't know why. Yeah, I that's like that. about where the price is if you go to Amazon and stuff. So I felt yeah. pretty good about it. And is I don't know if you does she had the Legend of Zelda one or did she get the Mario one? She got
2: the Legend of Zelda one, but
1: what surprised me is when it said
2: game and watch, I thought it was gonna be, you know, crappy game and watch like Yeah, low frame rate looking, uh, you know, predetermined little spots for LEDs and stuff. It's not that that's a full functioning version of Zelda, right? I think it's just the game. Yeah, man,
1: this is the full. it's not only a full functioning game of uh, Zelda. It is also is Zelda one, Zelda two. Uh, and it's got the Game & Watch games, which is, right now it's got the time, and these are little single screens you can play, and you just, like, it's just unlimited. You just keep having baddies pop up, and you can just sit there and play it. There's also a timed mode, yep. and it's also got Link's Awakening on here. So it's got three big games on here, uh, and it's really well made, and I love the fact at the back of it. When you, it's got the little Triforce back there, lights up through the back of the screen, uh, Mm. plugs in through USB C. USB C? Uh, What? USB C keeps a really good, keeps a really good charge. Uh, and it's just always at the ready. I just I just pick this thing up and just hit a couple of buttons and I'm I'm instantly playing. You're making me uh, want to throw, throw these Zelda. away.
2: These seem dumb
1: now. These stupid little Especially thin. Especially at things. this price point, if if I could find the Mario one at that price point too, thirty nine dollars. That's pretty darn good. And this is a high quality stuff. And I've already dropped it three times. Nice. And I have yet to break the screen because it's, it's recessed a little bit. Yeah. And uh, thank God because uh, I I have really fallen in love with this little thing. Comes with its own little 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 mount little box opens up and it's got like you can you can put it on display put it like that <laughs> i'd like to have it as a desk watch a or something that's pretty cool the yeah desk right clock right does, it do? does it have an alarm or no it does have an alarm and it's got some okay sound it's not fantastic but it's it's plenty loud enough i wish it had a headphone plug uh, so in case I wanted to do that, but you you don't get that. You just got you either turn down the sound or you turn it up and annoy other people. Too bad. That's your bad luck, man. That's your b- bad life choices. If you're sitting next to me when I got my gaming watch on, and it's got this. This is really it's cool because it's green, but then it's got the the faceplate is gold, kind of like uh like the carts were right. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's it's a pretty smooth little That's deal. Pretty awesome. I, September you in the can chat still pick uh, up about 50 bucks though.
2: September in the chat says why do you need an Apple Watch? And you just do that. Can you you should get yeah. a little strap and strap it on your arm.
1: Dude, if I could strap this on like this put it right on my wrist there, that would be awesome. If, yeah. then it really would be a game and watch, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right now it's more like a game and clock.
2: Yeah. Game and hold it game. Game and- <laughs> It's pretty cool, but it's really tiny. That well, that's
1: about the size of
2: yeah. these things. Um, which is fine, a little bigger. Um, which is fine, except I don't know. I feel like some people like me are going to need some readers or something to make that
1: work. Yeah. Be able to see those are good, but there's also such a small game. What is that? Is that the Cubert uh, one? Or is that the, other uh
2: one? this is hold on. Which one did I hold up? Oh, they're the same screen. I thought they were different. This, the um Cubert and uh the other one, Miss Pac-Man same is vertical that, screen.
1: That's the thing though. See, like with this game and watch, I mean, I love those little things we got. Those are way cool that we, we both have those. But the Game & Watch, man, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, you could easily, you could run this thing down. Like, you could, you could have it completely charged and play all day The Legend of Zelda. You really could.
2: I like, uh, uh, someone in the chat says you could get a gold chain and wear that around your neck kind of, you know. Now,
1: that slave is slave. a fantastic idea because I was curious. There is like a little slot. There's a little slot on this side. I'm curious what that is. Yeah, what it's is just, that? Uh, I don't know what it is. It's almost like the size of like a mini uh sd card little xd or whatever it is i'm not sure i'm, I'm not That's sure there's weird. Like a reset or something in there i'm curious though it's not another charging seen, port or something not an output I wouldn't port think, i wouldn't think so no it's not large enough for another charging port but i think i did read where someone someone said that they could they could hack these things and put more games on and i'm like oh come on man you don't want to hack everything do you I oh guess we
2: do. chat room might be right it's that little uh strap hole so you put in that's a, what I'm
1: hoping for. If it's the strap hole, maybe the I didn't I didn't see. Look the and see if you can there. see that's a little I bar inside.
2: Is have a little tiny bar inside that recess? Because that's how no, you wrap around. I, it.
1: I don't see anything. I'd have to look really deep. I'd have to really get my magnifying glass out. You can't really see anything yeah. in there. But maybe it's in there somewhere. We can thread through it. But uh I don't know. Hmm.
2: Almost looks like a charge mm.
1: slot. That's weird. That's what I thought. Card slot or maybe it is some kind of slot. I don't know. I I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, gaming watch man. The, they have two. On the market, they're still available, in the, the the Super Mario uh, and this Zelda one. I think the Zelda one's a better deal, in my opinion, but
2: whatever. What I agree. Opinion. I would rather replay Zelda anyway. I played Mario yeah. Brothers to death, and it's short, and I, I don't want to play it again. But I would play yeah. Zelda again, which we're going to get into right now as we talk about this game's, or this week's, big topic this game this week this game this week shall we play a
0: game
2: we shall play a game we're talking about zelda 1 and 2 for the nintendo entertainment system clear back in the day uh we are talking about 1986 for the original 1988 for the follow-up and uh it is a important moment in gaming i think uh Zelda, there's no denying Classic. Zelda's impact yeah there's just I mean there's just no getting around it if you go outside of of gaming circles and you say to people out in the public what are the most recognizable game characters of all time the first one they're going to say is Mario the second one they're going to say is either Link or Zelda herself okay
1: um, I thought Pac-Man but no you know,
2: well maybe Pac-Man I, would make it right, um, right 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 but you know these are universally beloved characters and there's a reason why it became one of the most best-selling well-regarded series of all time on multiple consoles it turns out
1: zelda's pretty damn great It's Um, pretty freaking awesome i still hate that they call it the ledge i'm gonna go ahead and get out now I hate that it's called The Legend of Zelda. No amount of confusion has ever been dis- dis dropped on the gaming community. than calling this The Legend of Zelda, and everyone who first starts playing The Legend of Zelda always assumes that they're playing as Zelda. And until you figure out, cause people make fun of you and it's like, Oh, you play in link. Okay. I yeah. You.
2: Right yeah. It's you. a little bit like, um, uh, Gandalf holding up his hand and saying, you know, may the force you be with shall. you or something. Right. Um, when well, they, they mix your fandom up a little bit. Yeah. Zelda is, yeah, it's yeah. confusing. When, when I was much younger and the game was new, I was in high school. Um, I remember going, Oh, it's your character Zelda then I guess. Cause that's what else yeah, would it be. That's,
1: that's what you do. You, you, you play Pac-Man. You don't expect to. You don't be expected to play Pac-Man and you find out that Pac-Man is the name of one of the ghosts and yep. that your your name is Munchums. Yep. You you know, that's not what you expect. No, you expect I don't want to be
2: Pac-Man. I don't want to be called Munchums. No, thank you. No. Uh, real quick here. The nice thing about the series, I think, is just a core, basic, fundamental design choice was that the series centers around Link and usually something to do with Zelda And often Ganon or Ganondorf or, you know, other iterations of the bad guy. But they're never the same world and they're never continuations of the previous game. Um, I think maybe with the exception of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, I think those might have been canonically like same time era, same link, all that. I could be wrong on that. I haven't looked it up. I just am making it
1: very easy to get. Can, we're going to say a lot of wrong things today. And the oh, reason and why one, yeah, is because guaranteed. the the timeline of Zelda gets confusing because you are a link. Your character is a link. You are a link to... In time. Uh, a link in time. For, a a literally. Link in time. Yeah. Exactly what you are. And so this this thing jumps all over the place. There's a multiverse going on here where you're like, sometimes you're not even playing in the same timeline. So... It gets confusing.
2: Yeah, it can be a little confusing. And there's a huge, there's a bunch of wikis and all kinds of breakdowns about which Link does what and when and how and why and how are they actually connected and are they connected and all that sort of stuff. It's a fool's errand, honestly, to do that or to completely settle on it because I don't think any of that stuff holds up. Like at the end of the day, one of the reasons that Zelda has had such a long, fruitful run and continues to do so is that. It can just start fresh every time. It doesn't need yeah. to adhere to some previous expectation other than it's good and a few things like the theme music or, you know, a couple of things that, that jump out for people. But for the most part, it's like, nope, you're doing it different this time and here's a different focus and here's a different mechanic than you're used to and and you're going to go back in time in this one. And on this one, you're not going to go back in time, but you're in a time way in the future and, you know, you're going to deal with this, this world and this character in totally different ways every effing time you play it. That, to me... Is the reason the game is still what it is and so universal? Because if it wasn't right. that, and they were trying to adhere to one storyline in some epic long tale, I don't think it. I don't think you can keep that up. You know right. what I mean? The
0: one
1: thing you need to know is that you're you're in Hyrule. You're probably trying to save the current princess, who is always Zelda. They, they determined that they would always call the princess Zelda. It doesn't matter. So it's not even always the same Zelda. No. And, uh, and, and you're the link and you're here for some adventure and you're just going to happen in Hyrule. And, uh, that's about all you need to know, man, Well, that's unless you change your name. Cause
2: deal. if you can change your name, you do change, you can change your name. And I would change mine to Chode here in a recent playthrough. Right. So my guy's called Chode. So it's a lot of, Oh, Chode, save the princess Chode. Chode. We need your help. Chode. Princess, Ch- princess
1: Chode. Yeah. Princess See, Chode. It gets confusing because they, uh, in some of them, it implies that you're naming the game save that name and then others they imply that you're naming your link that name yeah yeah so it yeah it's it's, it's, it's weird all over it's place. weird and it's all yeah. over
2: the place and it's fine you mentioned you got links awakening on that little handheld as well came with yes, it.
1: yes love that game especially the switch version yeah it's, it's so very very tidy. good um I it might be
2: 2d zeldas that might be my favorite i really yeah. like it a lot oh i don't know there's so many good ones i say that and then i remember You know, Lincoln Times amazing. Uh, Right. The Minish Cap, which we'll talk about later a little bit uh, when Capcom took things over for a bit. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people even know the Capcom made the Minish Cap, but that's an amazing Zelda game.
1: Yeah, we're going to get talking to some uh, Capcom because Capcom had a big old Deal at one point in time, where they did the uh, Zelda Oracle of Seasons, which was essentially just a remake, or was it supposed to be a remake of the Legend of Zelda.
2: Yeah, put it Starting on Game Boy, Game one. Boy Color, and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, real quick, this will this will stroke some uh, uh, some nostalgia buttons for people. Here you go.
0: Stroke.
2: I guess you push buttons. You don't stroke them, dude. Yeah, you? yeah. You stroke the buttons. Stroking yeah, the buttons. Stroking your button, buddy. So listen to this. I mean, this is just as iconic as you get. Yeah. You know, yeah. listening to Zelda music, turning your NES on, blowing the, blowing the freaking dirt out of it before you do, telling your mom to F off, getting some popcorn. <laughs>
1: to <their mom> to, <laughs> F off, mom, I'm playing some Zelda.
2: Playing Zelda, mom. F off. Uh, is that, the, is that yeah. the
1: one with the little plumber guy?
2: Yeah, that's the one with the plumber, mom. Now go away. <laughs> go, go talk Mary Kay with your two friends that are always here. For some reason, you
1: gotta, you gotta get that uh, pink Cadillac. Stop talking to me. That's right. Go earn your pink Cadillac.
2: That's right. Damn it, woman! Uh, but it's great. Uh, we'll talk. You know more about why we think it's great, why we as individuals do. But the top down adventure came on a gold cartridge in the U.S. Yeah, that reflected the higher price they were charging forty nine ninety nine for that damn thing back then.
1: What's that? What's that? Three times in in for inflation now, for inflation, I think. It's so like, we'd probably uh, be what? Yeah. So it, it'd be like one hundred and twenty bucks today, something yeah, like that. It'd do be I a do bunch. Math? I think I did math. It'd be a bunch more. Um, they
2: yeah. had a save state chip, so that was a big deal. Nobody mm-hmm. was really doing those that much, so that made it more expensive. Uh, Japan got the Famicom disc version. Um, and you they got, got to
1: it first. Yeah, they got it first, right? Wasn't that the deal? Yeah, yeah. Actually, they got like almost like a year or two. The before big, we
2: did. the big thing with uh, just, uh, what was their PlayStation? It was called the, the PlayStation when Sony was making it for Nintendo before they went off and did it themselves. They were right. going to be an add-on for the SNES, and that the the big showcase for that was going to be a new Zelda title. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened to that. Did that end up getting converted to something else? They make a game. And just it's, use a, it? it's,
1: inter- it's a good question. They, you know, Nintendo was was fiddling with some things around that time period uh, of putting, of allowing their IP on other places. And we're mm-hmm. going to get to that one day. We're going to talk the crap out of that because it was. Uh, there's a really interesting Zelda out there. Is it on the Philips CDI? Which one is it? CDI on? CDI
2: definitely the, had one, and that must be the one you're yeah. talking about. Is yeah. that
1: the trash one? I yeah. forget. But it yeah, was they, there was there was some. They brought that stuff back home.
2: He had said, but he had mm-hmm. a voice in that. I should have captured some of that. Because it's yeah. real stupid. Um, the cartoon yeah. is also bad. I know there's some people uh, going to go, Scott. You know,
1: I, I'm, I'm going to defend the cartoon. Oh, I, oh. I like the cartoon. And I'm not even talking about the Captain Nintendo, Captain N thing. I'm talking about the legit Legend of Zelda cartoon. I, I kind of liked it.
2: I think the problem is whenever you give uh, Mario a voice or, or Link a voice, either of these two characters, you're messing with fire. And the minute you do that, you know,
1: I, I'm with you on that most of the time, but I, since Zelda has always been kind of alternate universes, multiverse kind of stuff, the link that I see in the cartoon, I assume is another iteration of that. So it, it doesn't bother me when I go back and play the games, I go, oh yeah, this is not the same link. This is just, you know, this is the NES link. Yeah. So I've I've been able to deal with that in my own head, but you're right. Usually don't cast character voices to
2: yeah, and when they gave Mario a yeah. voice, it was the right way to go. It was just, oh, hello, here!" hoo like, there's no just... alternate
1: universe for Mario. Mario exists, and he is in one timeline. He's always Mario, and that makes me mad. Damn it.
2: <laughs> That's right. Never forget. But it was yeah. a good game. It used this top-down perspective, lots of puzzles, lots of dungeon crawling. It was difficult. I think sometimes a little bit obtuse. It's like, how are you supposed to know that you're supposed to bomb a hole into this wall if nothing tells you to? There's no marker yeah. to know. Like in it's in some ways it's early video games where you just had to explore until you figured it out.
1: Yes. That's what Miyamoto and and crew wanted was something that you uh they were developed at the same time as the Super Mario, and they were doing this, and they wanted it to be totally different. This one was supposed to be all exploration, and so they made it kind of where you had to explore, and people didn't want to do it. And uh it was even more, more unfortunate for us in the states and other regions outside Japan because we got the regional we got the localization version of it. So the hints that you would talk to like NPCs, the hints you would get sometimes wouldn't make any sense. Poorly translated,
2: at yeah, famously so with two, uh, which we'll get to yeah. in, in a minute. Yeah, um, I like this. This is interesting. Zelda was named after author F. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife. Uh, yes. This is interesting. They, you know, the F. Scott Fitzgerald Society described Zelda as, "quote, an artist, writer, and personality who helped establish the Roaring Twenties image of libera- liberated womanhood embodied by the flapper," and uh, Miyamoto loved the name. So he's like, you know the what? The toilet
1: flapper? What yeah. has that got to do with feminism? <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Um, Put the seat down, Brian. It's cool, though, right? That's a cool way to name your character. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And, it, and it even goes further because Robin Williams named his daughter Zelda yeah. after the game. So sweet. Yeah, Zelda Everything Williams. comes around. Every time
2: you see her name these days, she's doing some directing, I guess. Yeah. You see that name, and you're like, "Oh, well, hello,
1: Zelda oh, Williams. Well, hello there. Look what you did. You did a Zelda thing. Sweet."
2: Yeah, there was. It was. He was famous for. Robin Williams loved the Zelda series, and uh, yeah, not surprising. Loved the Quake. Or. He
1: loved video games in general. He was a gamer, dude. Yeah, oh, missed that guy. Missed that guy. Yeah, it's no good. Missed that guy. Um, but you know what? Yeah. I was no. Oh, so let me tell you something. A little backstory, real quick, about Go. my personal experience with the Legend of Zelda. Um, I actually played more of this than I thought. I thought I did not play as much as I did, but I did. I didn't have an NES, so I'm tr- I've been trying to figure out, when did I play all this Zelda? Maybe it was later uh, after I did get an NES. I didn't have it first time around, but I did have it later on. And uh, so, But I still suck at it. I, I found a couple of things. <laughs> okay. I found a couple of things. The exploration in Zelda, I'm pretty good at. I get the exploration. I like secrets. I'm pretty good at spotting secrets. I'm pretty attentive to all that stuff. But I'm not very good at, uh, at 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 the action and avoiding. Mm. <laughs> I, could, I could I could do one of two. I can do action, or I can avoid. Can't I can't do, do both. Yeah. And that's part of the Zelda thing. When you when you face a particular direction, let's say you have an incoming object coming at you, and the shield you have can block it, and you're facing it, you'll block it. Not if you're swinging your sword, though. Which I do often because I'm I'm like in attack mode, and I'm not very good at defending myself. I'm good at defending if it's the only thing I'm doing. I'm good at attacking if it's the only thing I'm doing. But I'm not good at both. I really suck at it, and uh, that has hindered my progression more than anything. You'd be
2: super stumped in the segment I'm in uh, with uh, uh, cyberpunk right now. There's a lot of avoiding right. and attacking at the same time. You would hate
1: it. Yeah, yeah. I I am I am a I can solve puzzles if I can focus. Yeah. I can attack things if I can focus. And I can dodge things if I can focus. All yeah. those things cannot happen at once. Yeah. I am not a multitasker. I, I'm with you. Uh, the, 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 Very you, linear in thought, which is not how this game was designed.
2: No. In fact, there's <laughs> a quote from Miyamoto where he says, when I was a child, I went out hiking and I found a lake. I was quite, or It was quite a surprise for me to stumble upon it. When I traveled lake. around the country without a map, trying to find my way, stumbling onto amazing things as I went, I realized how it felt to go on an adventure like this. That's what yes. inspired the game. Which makes sense. So, and at the time, yeah, when he, nobody was doing that shit. It didn't exist. Yeah. We yeah. were
1: all inside, right? But he was outside walking around, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, no, a lot of people were walking around back then. But anyway, uh, I, when he says he discovered that lake, I wonder how he discovered it. Was it like, oh, I see a, a lake in the distance. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Or was it more like he's walking along, a lot of high brush and sploosh? Mm-hmm. That's what I like to think of.
2: Yeah, I do, too. Uh, the, yeah. the idea... The idea that that as a kid, if you find you find a lake or you find a hill or you find something worth exploring, that you have to just sort of keep looking until you find your way. I think that's yeah. that's key yeah.
1: here. That's what and that this was game my is. age group too. You know, so I I was born in 1972. I'm old, and you know, I was of the generation where your mom and dad go get outside, and it's like. Okay, I'm going outside now. What yep. do you want me to do? I don't care. Just don't come back for six hours. Yeah, catch a snake. Dinner's at seven. Catch a snake, whatever. Yeah. And so I, I had a, I was fortunate enough to have a huge... Uh, my house is right against the woods, and I had a, like a ton of woods back there, and I had all these cool trees. We had cows, too, so they made all these paths back through there, so I could walk the cow paths. And uh, there were areas where there were vines hanging down and bamboo, and I could... You know, I could get in there and swing around and probably die, but I didn't. I don't know how I didn't. And then if you go further back, there's like this nice little creek that feeds into the lake. And you can actually follow the creek all the way down to the lake. And there's railroad tracks where, you know, nice new cars are always coming through and passing through. So my backyard was a freaking wonderland of things. And so I can really appreciate what Miyamoto was experiencing here getting out there and doing it. My kids, you know, we kind of live a little more kind of in the city. There's only so much exploration you can do. Yeah. Then then they're like, I got to come home. Why? Yeah. Because I'm in somebody's house now. <laughs> I'm out of space. Yeah. When
2: I was a kid, we had, I mean, we were always, I, I say snakes jokingly, but that's what we did. We caught
1: snakes all the time. That was my favorite yeah. thing in the world. And I, would I bring remember them home. many snakes back in our, 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 I don't know if it's because we had cows Or because we had lots of, you know, we had, we didn't have a lot of, we had field mice, but they were, you know, not near the house Mm -hmm. They, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I didn't encounter too many snakes, oddly enough.
2: Yeah. Snakes, snakes we had,
1: basically they're harmless. They were just all garter snakes. So no big deal. Yeah. yeah. So easily use what we do. Except the one time I did walk out my backyard Mm. uh, with no shoes on and I, I stepped on the ground and it felt uh, squirmy is the best way I could describe it. And I looked down, and I realized I was standing on a big six-foot-long black snake, and he didn't freak out. I did, but he didn't freak out, and he just slid it on. I'm glad he didn't. I'll never forget that feeling on my foot of that snake sliming his way underneath my foot. Gross!
2: When I was in Mississippi for two weeks, I had a, a water moccasin in my pocket. And the reason I did that is I didn't know that they were venomous i had no idea i right. just thought it was like a garter snake and it seemed docile enough and i carried it around in my pocket for like two weeks and finally somebody saw it and said what's that And i go oh, it's my little pet snake i carry him around with me and dude goes uh you're gonna want to not have that and i said oh why <laughs> he goes that's gonna kill you that's almost an adult and as soon as it's an adult it becomes very venomous and you're dead really and i'm like nice. really and he's like yep so i i let it go I had to let Cole, it go.
1: Yeah, Cole Cash in the chat room is referring to uh, *Fly of the Navigator*, which we did recently on uh, FilmSack, and he's right. If you if you watch *Fly of the Navigator*, I appreciate that movie so much because literally each of those obstacles and points were like my backyard growing up, and I am so glad that Miyamoto was able to bring this sense of adventure to a video game, to because everybody had that opportunity not everybody lived on a a, you know a a tree line Mm -hmm. area could go out and explore you know we didn't really have caves because i live more of a flat area but uh you know there was plenty of places to get in trouble and hide and you know some wooded areas some woods that were so dense it was like going into a cave yeah so
2: yeah yeah yeah. it was a good times i missed that as a kid i loved that yeah um we tried to give our kids that same opportunity as often as we could but I don't know. Felt like there was more buildings, but I
1: also found the. uh, But I also found. I don't know if you ever found one of these back in your journeys. I never mentioned it in the Legend of Zelda, but I wish they would have. Mm. Uh, You know, you you find one of those uh, old, uh, you know, turn of the century shacks. I was afraid you said a dead body. Have You ever seen a dead dead body? I I kept thinking I was going to find dead body, but instead we've just found stacks of porn magazines because that's where the older. (laughs) Yeah, dude.
2: That's what they do. If you yeah. had a bunch of, if you were somebody who owned a bunch of playboys or penthouses or whatever, <laughs> for some
1: reason you all stashed them in the woods. Don't stashed know Stashed them in the wood in some in some shack. Yeah. Ramshackled, rotting a shack, shack,
2: or under a big rock, or you would just
1: right. You use the you use nature to hide your porn. I'd like to see Link just dis- uncover that secret.
2: <laughs> yeah. do 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 do
1: do 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 What is this?
2: What is that It's porn. Congratulations! Magic. It's magic. You've you've just upgraded. Yep. And then you make this sound right here. Whoops! Not that. There you go. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so they're pointing uh, out my paper towel roll. I have <laughs> real. Uh, oh yeah, is that paper, What do you do with that? You got a little uh, just in case. I got one of those. Right
1: uh, the, the Do you want the real truth? Yeah, tell me. Do you want the real truth? Yeah. Uh, the real truth is this: uh, we go through paper towels uh, in a in a uh, a shameful uh, manner, and so this is my secret stash that I keep in my office. so nobody can get, get to it. Because if you don't, if you don't, you're whatever. Have I need them, I paper it. towels. I get it. I spill I down to. here all the time. That's why I have a roll. Yeah, I do too. I, I I'm to. always spilling something, or I'm cleaning something, or when I'm doing things with uh, my soldering station, that kind of stuff. And you yeah. need to, you know, sop up some stuff. But yeah, it's a make. It's a it's a creator's best friend. A big it is. Of toilet paper. When it, it erases or, all the mistakes. If Zelda, if Link only had some of these,
2: I keep saying toilet paper. I mean, paper, paper towels. That's what I mean. You know what I really like are the blue ones and chops, the really thick stuff. Oh, oh yeah. That's good stuff. They're almost like paper
1: towels. They're almost like they are paper towels. They're almost They're like, like cloths.
2: Like yeah. Yeah. You could almost take those things out and build like a suit out of them if you wanted to. If so Link had,
1: had one of those, do you suppose he could just went ahead and woke up uh, Zelda instead of her sleeping for whatever it is? I mean, it's a solid
2: point, possibly. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but real quick, uh, Zelda's theme music almost didn't happen. Yeah.
1: Oh, what did we almost get?
2: If you guys hear it, you're like, oh, that whole thing almost yeah. didn't happen initially. Overworld Koji so Kondo good. wanted uh, Ravel's Bolero. I don't right. think I'm saying his name right. Bolero, I know. Anyway, is the main theme, which you can hear here. I'm going to play you a little piece of it. Okay.
1: Oh, I did read about this.
2: Yeah, this is interesting. So if you don't know that tune, that classical tune, you'll hear it now. Here, oh, video's of private. What? Boo. I could probably find a better copy of this. Um,
1: oh, weird. I wonder why it's prior for you. I clicked right on it.
2: I don't know. Do, you know. do you know the people? Do they give you access? Oh, no. I don't think so. Oh, weird. Okay, here it is. I'll just play huh. taste here.
1: Can you believe this was almost Zelda music? That was almost Zelda music. And I read a little bit more about this. That's crazy. They 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 had it, they were going to use it. Because in Japan, 50 years after the uh, creator dies, it becomes public domain. Mm -hmm. And so they thought they knew, they they thought that it was in the domain, in the public domain. It was 49 years, 11 months. (laughs) And they had to ship it out within that month. So they had to go home and write the Uh tune they used. Uh huh to get this thing out the door. It sounds a little bit like a Miyamoto story though. I think it was probably something like 49 years instead of 11 months. You know, he likes to make it. The he final loves to stuff.
2: tell, he loves to add on but some cool mechanics on
1: his stories. That's what he, he, does. he loves making the stories good, Yeah, but I'm just saying that blew my mind that it was so close to that copyright. And then they couldn't use it, but wow. that would have been a totally different world. I'm glad we didn't get that because we got what we got. And that yeah. is even more iconic in my eye
2: i agree i think it would have worked out fine but i'm glad we have something that's unique to it i think that's good yeah because bolero's in all sorts of stuff movies and tv shows and you know it's all over the place um now let's let's leap forward a little bit into a a little bit of an untested area that's right zelda 2 links stupidifying (laughs) that's the beginning of that you might say to yourself, wow, sounds like a grand new adventure, everybody. Time to strap on your boots, get your get your sword and your shield out. Let's go play more Zelda.
1: Sharpen your pointy ears.
2: Yep. And when what you were presented with was freaking weird. They gave you uh, a 2D scrolling Zelda game, kind of Mario <laughs> style. And yeah. it's a weird game, and I don't like it. I want to like it. I don't. I really do. I, but I
1: don't. I like... I, first of all, I'm, I'm with you. I was I'm like all the Zelda's I've ever played have either been 3D or been top down, and none of this 2D side scrolling BS crap. I'm like I don't like it. it yeah. It's it's like it's like you've taken Metroid and you're you're putting me like in a Metroid or Castlevania type atmosphere. Still, the overworld is you know you, you explore uh, through the overworld, which is most of this like a giant map. You don't really explore very much. You just get suddenly yeah, all you're a little, of a sudden you're, you're a little
2: random. tiny skinny version of yourself and you walk
1: around. Yeah, a, a little. You know, top down. You, mm-hmm. you just kind of get a general idea of where to go, and uh, then you, once you get like to the towns or the, the the caves or whatever, then you go in this 2D s- side-scrolling, some platforming, not a whole lot, but very frustrating combat, in my opinion. Where combat should actually be pretty good because now you're able to uh, not just shoot in one direction. You can actually uh, you can you can use your sword like to stab in the face or in the knees. Right, you can mm-hmm. stab at the top. Stab at the bottom. There's also some magic you can get where you can like stab from over top. You can like come off a platform and and land on top of somebody. All that sounds great in theory.
2: Yeah, but they got rid of the hearts. There's no hearts. You yeah. just got this stupid life bar. Everybody has that. And there's a magic bar, and it's just like I don't know, man. It just strays too far from what made that first one a classic. Yeah, and they clearly agreed because from from here on, well, things got weirder before it got better. But when it came to mainline Zelda games from Nintendo, right. they would very quickly get back to what worked and not do the yeah. stupid it,
1: thing. It, this was kind of a one of those grand experiments because they the 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 team that did the first one, which was Miyamoto and and, and team, uh, they they Miyamoto stayed on, but he just was like at a, at a producer level, kind of like you know taking people's advice and listening to them and saying sure, go ahead, and so. Uh, He said, sure, go ahead too many times. Um, He he regrets not doing more with this one. He said, I believe in an interview, he said something similar to, uh, they just, they, usually when they do these games, they have an idea, they prototype it, and they expand upon it. This one was pretty much how they envisioned it to begin with, and they really didn't go beyond that, because they probably reached the limits of what you could do with this, because you lost a few things. It's, it's, It's challenging and Fun sometimes, but most of it's just frustrating, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's once again, it comes down to I'm not a multitasker, and this game really asks you to multitask because sometimes you'll have objects at multiple levels coming at you, like you'll have something high, mid, low, and something behind you, and so you have to negotiate all of those things remember to shield you don't press a button because we're only two buttons here mm-hmm. you don't you don't shield by hitting a button or something no you shield by stop doing what you're doing and facing the oncoming
2: object yeah you just stand there and take it
1: and then you have to turn around yeah. you know and 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 launch your attack mm-hmm. and uh it's oh, it is is like i said it's, it's just too difficult in in my opinion for me for me it's too difficult well, look at this amazing
2: dialogue though. I'd like to share this one. Hey, that's Bagoo. Or yeah. as we know him, Bug. Bug. And what I love about Bagu is that he just had this conversation with Link where he says, and I quote, Bagoo is my name. Show my note to Riverman. <laughs> now you <laughs> think that may just sound like a little bit of flavor tax between a character and, and Link or whatever. Right. The whole game is full of the most awkward, stilted, badly translated, uh, yeah, localization you've ever heard, and I love it for that. I actually really like that stuff because it's that it's just terrible, and yeah. and, and I and I kind of like it in retrospect.
1: But at the time, it was like, man, do you guys even try on this? Like, what are you doing? It's 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 interesting because uh, the, the Nintendo actually has like a real good pun game, but it always gets lost in translation. And so that game we just saw Bagu is actually translated. It's supposed to be bug. There's two characters in this game. One's called era. And if you, sometimes you'll talk to him, his name is, you'll say, Oh, he says, my name is era or something like that. I can't remember exactly how it goes. Something like that. And it's supposed to be his name is that one guy's name is bug. And the other one's era. But it's just, it's just by itself with no other context. It gets, it's like, what's going on? I, is this game broken? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bug and exactly. error, yeah, yeah. Bug and error, and yeah. that they they make an appearance in some other games too. I think, but uh, like I said, this that this that little subtle uh, pun game doesn't work very well in uh, when you start getting into your localization, and it was quite the undertaking.
2: I love that there's it. a character called Error Error. It's basically you're, you you you're you're yeah. an error, and yeah. and they didn't catch it, and it <laughs> lives forever. They should make error and bug should both be in. I don't know, uh, Smash Brothers or something, you know? Bring those Oh guys my back.
1: god, yes. They would be, I think they're basically the same looking character, they kind of that uh, towny looking, yeah. Uh, been drinking too much beer. Oh god, I hate the townies, by the way. The townies, okay, are the it's one worst. thing, to, yeah. It's one thing to visit you know the the castles and stuff. Like, are they called castles? I think they're called castles because you don't really go to dungeons here, you go to, you go to castles, yeah, it's above and, ground, uh, stuff. you're trying to reconstitute. Uh, the, the Triforce, right? The Triforce that is, um, which one is this one? This one is the, uh, wisdom, right? Wisdom. And, uh, yeah, Ganon's got the power. He's got the power. And, uh, and you're trying to, to, to collect the pieces. Anyway, when you go to the towns to kind of get some hints yeah. at what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. I hate it That's, so much. It's bad.
2: It's not great. The, I mean, look, I don't yeah. want to... I'm sure somebody out there really has beloved memories about Zelda 2. I don't want to take away your your yum and be right. nothing but yuck about it. But I just think it does not hold up worth a
1: poop. I. But you know, I find it... But I find I want to go back and play more of it. Because... This is the only time I get Zelda in this form, so I it's kind true. of it kind of holds a special well, place. The CDI game, dumb, which is yeah.
2: also very bad, is oh, also no. That's
1: just that's just bad, bad. Yeah. This is actually playable.
2: This is playable. <laughs> you're right. This is the Zelda g- or the CDI game was a side scroller like this, but yeah. just heinous. Such bad design. Heinous. Very bad game. I can't believe it mean, yeah. is a very different time. Nintendo would never do this now. Like when they license, yeah. they licensed stuff out to partners and. Partner developers right. all the time. Hudson Soft's a big example of that. The Pokemon people, like they, they, they it's not like they're programming everything themselves, but they have a lot. They have way more control over content, over what you do on these licenses in general. They don't just let them
1: go willy nilly. But back in those days, nobody knew what this was about yet. Yeah,
2: it's like I ah, will let had them go visit.
1: Yeah. you had to go visit Bagoo. Oh, sorry to refer back. I'm, I'm watching the gameplay. You had to go talk to Bagoo. So that you go talk to the lady. Who opens the bridge? Yeah. This is a lady? So then you can get across. Yes, yeah. This bag- Zelda in that in that fashion. You know, you got you got to do this and then this. You're free to explore wherever you want to. Yeah, but you're probably not going to make it where you're trying to get to until you do this or that. I did like the experience. I actually did like. I kind of I kind of dug the experience thing. Mm. What'd you think about the experience? Did you mirror much about the experience? Yeah, thing? it's, you it's like,
2: some RPG stuff thrown in there. Like, um, yeah, you gain experience, which means you can then apply it to uh life uh Upgrades, attack life, yeah you can magic. upgrade stuff make a choice every time yeah. you upgrade like they've got some cool a little bit ahead of their time stuff like that yeah Um, and, and a lot of that they would return to in future 3d games but um i don't know at the time i just to me it was just like force feeding this thing into a 2d side scroller without yeah. any uh, thought of what the old game was just really ran me Wrong. And I must have been right in my thinking because they never did it again.
1: No, you know? they didn't. You were you were definitely right in your thinking. Like one of the things I hated the most was those I, I uh okay, so there's 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 this place, and I, I don't know exactly what the characters are. I didn't look at the manual. I just like I'm not reading this manual, forget you. Um, which you're supposed to do by the way, you're supposed to read the manual. Uh and <laughs> there's like these rat soldiers coming at me, and they're they're traveling at different speeds. And I started noticing when I kill these guys, mm-hmm. I'm not getting any XP, mm-hmm. but I did notice if they, if I missed one and they ran through me that I lost 10 XP mm-hmm. I really didn't care for that. That really started making me mad because it was so difficult because they were staggering them at different speeds and they would, they would put them all over the, uh, Yeah, I don't like games that make things difficult uh, by mechanic. If that makes sense, I, it's, it's like you're going to get hit. Why? Because the thing you're fist in the face against, no matter how good your skills are, is going to be an impossibility to avoid at least some damage. I, I, I feel like if you are an expert at a, a particular scenario, I think you should be able to avoid all damage. That's the way I like to play my games. I like if I am if I am proficient at what I need to do, if I am an expert and I I do it perfectly i should lose no health yeah and i see that with his sword in his butt yep and uh <laughs> that's a great this is a great image i saw the same thing i yeah. did actually look at the manual there's an image of of a link on his on his face and the sword in his butt He's got a sword it's, in his it's butt kind of humorous
2: exactly but um, this, is the, this is the actual manual which was a pretty beefy
1: manual at the time they had all kinds yeah. of
2: story at the beginning and um, you know, stuff and, you could read
1: if you wanted. Yeah, and you needed it because the, these are all. If you've never played any of these Zelda games, uh, you're really, you're going to need them, especially if you have a bad localization. If you're not speaking Japanese and playing the original Japanese game, and you you're dealing with localization, you're definitely going to need the hints and tips that are in the manual. Uh, and even then, that's going to kind of confuse you because some of the manual stuff isn't totally accurate. Like in the first one, Zelda One, they reference. Uh, the boomerang, which you don't get yep. because w- at first you were supposed to get, either you could get the sword or the boomerang. I think you could pick, uh, but you, you can't like in Zelda one. When you start, you start with nothing and there's an obvious cave right away. you are just supposed to go into, this is a trick by Miyamoto to get you to start looking in caves uh, and you get a sword and that's where you get the famous line, you know, is dangerous? It did take this? We did it. anyway. Uh, yeah, but you got to read the manual. If you're, if you're playing this with a localized version, you you don't stand a chance. Yeah, playthroughs even better. But
2: yeah, I agree. Uh, there's uh, so this is a weird little bit of information. The uh, the Japanese version of Zelda used a microphone. Yes, and uh, so not two, but the original game. Right, and there were things like the rabbit like poles vo- uh, or the rabbit like little creatures. They were weakened right. to sound. They had a weakness to sound, and the controllers yes. in Japan on the Famicom had built in mics. I never knew this until this story. Um, and you could use your voice to to fight and attack and kill those things.
1: Yeah, clear the room. I didn't see that kind of stuff until we got our. Uh, which was Game Boy Color? Which one of the mic is it, did it start off with the Game DS. Boy originally? I think I, the I know DS some games had it. Could,
2: DS had it for yeah. sure. I don't know about before. DS that.
1: had it. Oh, absolutely, DS. I used to love. Bl- it always blew my mind. Literally blew my mind when I could play games where I could blow mm-hmm. into it, and I was yep. like, "How does it registering my my blow?" It wasn't. It was registering <laughs> the noise that was. Created by the blow, the yeah, the blow right. on the mic.
2: There's literally, it's, like, it's yeah. kind of like finding out. I'm not sure this is a good thing to know or a bad thing to know. But the light guns that Nintendo used for like Duck Hunt and everything, right? They didn't work the way they work in your head. In your head, you think, right. oh wow, it knows right where I'm aiming, and it just can recognize. The guns didn't do anything. All the guns would do is tell that light was coming from a source. Specifically, right. they were looking for the the uh, you know what a television would output in terms of like frame right. rate and stuff, and then. If you paid attention, when you shot on the screen, it was very quick, so your eye might not catch it, but the screen would kind of flash.
0: Right. That was
2: literally everything turning off for a split millisecond and a tiny square showing up where the, the duck is. Right. The ducks had them on them, on their backs. So when the okay. duck would fly up and you would go aim at it, if you missed, it's because it didn't register a white light source when oh. you aimed it at it. If it registered, it meant you saw the block for a very brief second, and right. that's how it registered as the kill. Totally nuts. Hmm. That stuff blows yeah, my mind.
1: Yeah, not what you think. That Things don't work how you think they do. Because like I always thought, I'm like, oh, when I'm blowing on this uh, DS, it's, it's, it, 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 you sense it's got some touch stuff. Maybe it's, it's sensing the heat or something. Yeah. No, it's the mic. It's, just it's the mic. that picked it up. You yeah, know, it's like when you have that. your
2: phone outside and you got too much wind. It's the same problem. Yeah. And they so- made it into a game mechanic. It's so weird. <laughs> Anyway, uh I don't know if you knew this, but the game itself, the original Legend Legends of Zelda, is that's the game is, sorry, that it it is suggested that it is the last in chronological order.
0: Right. The, so
1: uh, all yeah, other the Zeldas Zelda come before is it. the last in the Yeah. I think I think that was true until Breath of the Wild. I, I was trying to figure that out too, because I read that and I was thinking, I think I read somewhere else that said Breath of the Wild was then beyond that
2: because the breath of the wild is like far
1: flung the world is right. ruined future right right because in the in the beginning it says it's a story from long long ago right yeah. uh in the first one which means that the last one happened a long long time ago so i'm yeah i it makes sense yeah i think that's about right i hate yeah. that game i mean for having- i wasn't riding any horses in zelda one no, that sounds like some late tech tree stuff to me.
2: I love Breath of the Wild, but I do not like bre- weapons breaking and it and I bounced because oh, of it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, you can you can forget that. I'm not. I'm
1: with you. You I, know what? I, I, I don't like mind them breaking. Ever- I just
2: don't want them to break so often. Like, g- give me an option to repair them or do something uh, instead. Right. All I was doing was like, oh, I get four wax out of this, and then this sword is done. Freaking f that. Hated that. <laughs> Drove me crazy. And they didn't say today at right. the uh, um on the direct whether or not the new game will have that mechanic right
1: I, I hope they get rid of it i really I do. hope they get rid of it too they i don't I, it. i'm not a big fan of weapon breaking you, you can just
2: do don't, it if you, you don't, don't freaking to, need, need it. it you don't literally you don't need it like you just yeah. don't need it was i like stuff in games that that helps propel the fun of the game that did not do that right it made it
1: worse it made it slow yeah if, if if uh if limiting your hits and then having to go manage your weapon is fun for you Congratulations. Yeah,
2: congratulations. You've done it. Nice job. <laughs> you've done it. Brian, I'd it's like to for you. I'd like to regale you with the, the following, which is a whole bunch of voice samples of Link. Now, these were not in games until the N64 era, but I just want to play it for you, so check this out.
0: <laughs> oh, now he's an adult.
1: the crab was that
2: <laughs> that was all the n64 samples of his all the sounds really all the, all the sounds that oh link ever God. made in that game the, that's it right there that's the selection that is insane <laughs> i freaking love it um but then capcom came along and we are now introduced to a strange era that kind of mostly yeah. worked it was mostly pretty good yeah um let's play a little bit of that Fancy on the soundtrack. So that's the Game Boy color version of what would be known as, if I can find the damn thing, Zelda Oracle of Seasons. And um, like you said, it was supposed to be a remake, but it's not really what it is, right? It's
1: a it's like a No, weird... that that was the that was the desire. So I'm I'm gonna this was kind of a a bridge, a link, if you will, uh to our eventual discussion of of the Zelda of oracles and uh, the Zelda oracle of seasons and ages I would love to do a show sometime in the future about both of those but yeah originally I would it it was supposed to be just a remake Mm -hmm. because that's what that's what Miyamoto wanted he's like hey Capcom we're gonna we're gonna let you we're gonna let you make some of these games uh but 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 first prove you can do the basics what we've already done just make what we've already done make Zelda yeah yeah, make Zelda, and then then you can move on. We'll see how that sells, and then we'll move on to the next. And Capcom was like, nah. <laughs> we're going to do our nah. own effing thing.
2: I mean, they already had yeah. a pretty good relationship. They had some pretty good stuff going on back and forth. They had the Disney stuff they were doing. Like, Capcom was no slouch when it came right. to you know hiring them out to do things. And, you know, they had their own ideas, so they did them. And they got away with it. They made it. They made the game they wanted to make. Yeah. They so, did. There's that. I don't remember this game at all. Like I have no. I didn't play
1: it. I. I, just, I was I lucky no. enough. Robin from Texas sent me that Game Boy Color yeah. a while back, and that was one of the games that was in it. And so I'm I'm stoked about putting that in my Retron Five, and uh, and tearing through it, and because it's it's been on my list yeah. of of what I wanted to do so. They um, were
2: they were actually asked to make six of these games for the Game Boy Color, yeah. which is incra- yeah. crazy. And they either two had to be based on earlier installments, that was the plan, and then four original yeah. entries. Um, and Akamoto, who was uh, kind of making the calls here, he wanted to release them in quick succession. So, like, one every five months, there'd be a new Zelda yeah. game. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to me. And they didn't really do it. But they yeah. kept them for a long time. They ended up doing... Um, the GBA game, uh, uh, Minish Cap, Capcom made that. Right. And Minish Cap's one of my favorite Zelda titles. It's so good. Yes, yeah,
1: so it's, it's much beloved. It's a good So one. good, yeah. And it's, I don't know why... I have why not you, played that one.
2: Some people that's, are that's weird. Oh, you I'll should, play. dude. It's so good. Oh, it's yeah. great. I played that on the Steam Deck a little bit as well. Perfect device for it. It's awesome. Uh, GBA games just... We've talked about this before. That's, that shit holds up.
1: Yeah, that's some good stuff, man. That's, yeah. It's been blowing my mind. It's such so many titles, too. We're, yeah. we're going to... Oh. I don't know how we're going to avoid st- not starting a GBA podcast after this one. I don't know what we're going to
2: do. Do it. Let's do it. Play Retro I mean, GBA I, edition. Sorry.
1: What? I got a, I got I, I got a question for. You. you played all those weird sounds. At first I thought you was going to play that uh that weird Zelda commercial with all the guy doing all the voice work uh when he's in when he's in the uh he's in prison. Remember that one? No, you know I'm talking you, about. Do you have this somewhere? I posted. Yeah, I posted the link in the in the notes. It's next to the uh, the Zelda Oracle of Seasons in oh. the red section. Right oh, next to let it, me check that link.
2: out. Okay, let me open yeah. that. And we'll take a look at it. I, I'm not familiar with this. Let's see. I think what? Zelda
0: what?
1: become a legend on your Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: Zelda <laughs> rocks. Quick! Oh way oh, Good times. <laughs> He is. He is. Zelda 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 The
1: Legend of Zelda. A never-ending adventure new for your Nintendo entertainment system. Zelda! Now you're playing with power. Now you're playing with power. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's voice, who is that? I know that guy from something he else. He looks though. like He's- the
2: dude from uh, Ghostbusters 2, the this weird guy that becomes the bad guy yeah
1: he does he does have the hair like that like goes yeah he does look like him but it's not him who is this voice actor i don't know no idea levers that was always my favorite though in that commercials
0: (laughs) p hats levers
2: icu says he's some comedian guy (laughs) yep one hell of a comedian he he looks like voice work too though he is maybe he is vigo i don't know Is it him?
1: He's not. He's not Vigo. No, I'm pretty sure that's not Vigo. All right. He's too. Yeah, he's not the right age, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think, but you never know, dude. I'm usually wrong about shit like this. Uh,
2: Well, there you go. There's your look at these fantastic games, Uh, except the second one. It's not that great. But that first game, (laughs) I I recommend it. And I especially recommend it if you get the Game & Watch version Brian's got. It's a very good version of that game. It's also on the Switch Online thing that you pay for. Um, all the Zelda games of note in the 16 bit and eight bit era are there. And actually now with the expansion, you can also play, uh, Ocarina of time. And I think Majora's mask is on there as well.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh,
2: yeah, Zelda, man. I mean, we could go on for days about how many games have been inspired by it. I think maybe one of my favorite inspired buys was, um, Oh geez. The one with the four horsemen, the first one, uh, with wars, the main guy you played. 360 ps3 era game what's wrong with me <laughs> chat room help me what is it called it's got liam o'brien is the voice of war darksiders there you go,
1: there you go. Darksiders, darksiders is
2: amazing and if you've never yep. played darksiders you might think oh that's just some like god of war action thing no it's a zelda rip off hardcore in a good way and uh would recommend that highly even today that's a very good game the other games went different directions. Uh, two and three were, were quite different. But one was basically Zelda. And with blood and guts. <laughs> and it was great. really enjoyed it. But there's so many, so many. Just indie titles alone, we're in the thousands or something. It's one of the most influential games of all time. And to it is an understatement to say it had an influence on the gaming industry, on games to this very day. Zelda's uh, impact can be felt pretty much across the board yeah so go play a zelda game and have no a good doubt. time all right brian it's time for us to play a little game of our own and it's not this game it's this game well nope, no wrong one destroy it <laughs> time to play guess my game we play audio from an old game and we try to stump each other into thinking about what it is i'm going to start today here are your hints brian 1988 and the nes Oh,
1: 1988 on the nest while yeah. i was that would be right when uh, that would be the same year that uh, zelda two came out so mm-hmm. i would be might be playing this right along with it
2: mm-hmm. you might have actually um so you're in the right brain space so check this out see if you can figure it out very dramatic at the beginning here yeah it's very dramatic Oh, very big. There's
1: actual combat, but There you go. That's any... combat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they slapping each other with with uh with fish, gloves.
2: Little fish slap. <laughs> Who knows what that is? Uh get guesses, any guesses there? You got uh
1: No, that's just this does not sound familiar, other than the I can tell that it is an NES, I can tell I can, I can hear that sound chip. Otherwise, it doesn't sound familiar at all.
2: Yeah. Well, that's fair because a lot of people may not remember this game, but I do. And it was called... Uh, shit. Where's the name of the game? Sorry. It's
1: called Shit. I it's love it. It's Battle, Battle of shit.
2: Olympus for the NES. Battle of Olympus. And it was a, st- a side-scrolling, Zelda 2-ass-looking
1: game. Oh, no, I don't remember this at all. Man, yeah. wow, yeah. look at that. Sure enough. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's very similar. Eat um, this.
2: Yeah, eat this. <laughs> it will give you. A, you meet energy. an old
1: man in a cave and you ask him to eat this. What do you do? <laughs> you yeah, immediately eat
2: you eat whatever the frick he gives you, man.
1: That's the deal. <laughs>
2: Um, it's side-scrolling. It's adventure It's sword and shield. It's magic. It's, you know. What is
1: up with what is up with young young men adventures, young boy adventures going into caves to meet old men to take advice and things from? What is...
2: I don't like it. What is that all about? I don't know. Is that a Japanese thing? Is that a cultural thing? I don't thing know. I'm it's, unaware of. It's weird. It is a little bit weird. Eat this. It'll help you. Okay. I don't know you,
1: but I'll right. eat. You've I'll been eat. roofied. You've... <laughs> Do, 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 do. Does he have a does he have an Ocarina up there? It looks like he's got like a hook and an Ocarina. It's not
2: oh I guess it kind of is. That shell looking thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it is an Ocarina. Oh that's interesting. Weird. The uh he's got a staff and then either a shell or an ocarina. Who knows what it does?
1: And then these birds are shitting on him. So that's, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, birds are shitting on them. Yep. It's amazing that where monkeys always live. There's always monkeys in these places.
2: Yep. What's that about? What's with the apes in
1: there? I don't know. They're the everywhere. The apes and the birds. and mm-hmm. the. At least most of these creatures actually look like... I actually like the fact that he looks like a normal human. And everything he's fighting looks like normal animals and not some kind of pig monster like yeah. in Zelda.
2: Yeah, it's pig a little demon. weird. They pulled it off in a weird way. Um yeah, I mentioned this to somebody earlier and they were raving about it. They're like that was my favorite game that growing up. Cool. So, maybe it's good. Uh yeah. Brian, I'm going to play yours now. Give me the year and the, any hints you feel like spending today.
1: Uh the year is 1994 and I have plugged this into my Sega Genesis even though I could have put, plugged it into the Mega Drive, I suppose, and maybe even the Super Nintendo Entertainment Center.
2: Hmm. The Entertainment Center. I like that. Entertainment Center. Uh,
1: well, let's play it and see what we get. 94.
2: Here we System. go. Mm. I love this. This isn't Subterranean, is it? No, it is not. Okay. This soundtrack's rad is awesome
1: Jacks you up.
2: I love this um, but I don't know what it is okay give me um, give me further side help. scrolling side scrolling one's stuff and is it definitely Genesis let's see 94 yeah was it developed
1: pop- by Konami
2: Konami In Appaloosa oh, oh. yeah Back then, Konami made a lot of stuff. Is this a Batman game? Yeah, yeah.
1: of course it's a Batman
2: game. Is it a Batman game? Yeah. No way. But which one? Well, I have to admit, uh, the reason I asked that is because A, I knew Konami made Batman games, and then earlier, Brian and I were talking about next week's topic, which is Batman related. Right. And so it makes sense that you dug something up. Um, all right, so we're going to call this one 94. That would have been... Batman... Returns. Oh,
1: so close.
2: Batman comes back with Val Kilmer.
1: No, but it does have Batman in the title. Shit.
2: Okay, (laughs) Batman and the the squeezings of of the Joker. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) What is this? This was based on the cartoon, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. I Uh, didn't want to do the other one. mm. I didn't want to do the other one since we're going to do the movie tie-ins. So I, I wanted to squeeze this one in here. It sounds so good.
2: It does sound good. Actually, that sounds great. I would. Yeah. I want to. There's probably somebody's done some remixes, right? Let's see. Oh, I have to be. Let me see if I can find got some somebody. hot stuff. Let's see. Batman and Robin. Uh, From the video Batman Game. the Animated
1: Series, which was retitled Adventures of Batman and Robin for a second season.
2: Uh, Adventures of Batman and Robin Remix, full album. Ooh. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Ooh. Let's hear this big boss remix. Let's see what we got here. I don't know what to expect here, but I'm excited.
0: Dude.
2: I am so excited. Listen to this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That is hot. uh, 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 This is a great new discovery. I'm all into that. I love it. Fantastic catch, dude. That's great. All right. Well, we'll get to what we're going to do next week in a second because it's going to be exciting. But first. Welcome to the Treasure Room. Emails on this show come to us at PlayRetroShow at gmail.com. That's PlayRetroShow at gmail.com. D-Money wrote D-money. in.
0: D-Money. D-Money. Woot, woot,
2: Says, wondered if you guys had heard the band Power Glove. They play metal inspired by retro video games and classic cartoons. I would recommend the album Metal Combat for, uh, for the Mortal Man is the full name of the of the album. Uh, that sounds Metal Combat great, for speaking the of music. Man. Let's see if we can find it real quick. Uh, I ones.
1: actually listened to some of this this afternoon. I had never heard of it, D-Money, until you mentioned it. And I listened, and I rocked out to it for most of the afternoons. Thank you for the, the Power Glove recommendation.
2: Our, oh my gosh, Album 55? They've made a lot of albums. Hold They've on done a few. Let me play a little of this. Let's see what we got. A little metal.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, sure, I'm in. Yeah. I'll get into this. It sounds all right, dude. The the freaking video game remix scene, music scene is so cool. There's so much cool it's stuff. So hot. Yeah, I want to love spend all day listening to it. I love it. It's really Not good. a
1: problem. Can do. Just hook it up. Turn can it on. Do. Play can, it through.
2: Can do, play it through. All right. There you go. D Money is cool. If you want to be cool like D Money, send your emails to play retro show at gmail.com. G- all right, before we get out of here, uh, a quick note. Our next episode is going to be all about the Batman movie tie-ins of the nineties. All right. Yes. There were some good ones and there were some poop. But we're going to talk about them. I kind of want to talk about the Sega CD game as well. That I thought was really good. It had like Mode yep. 7 sort of graphics and did a lot of I racing around there. on it. Uh, I think that may have been Returns. I'm not sure. But uh, we're talking all the way up to Batman and Robin in 97, starting with Batman in 1990. Uh, these They're mixed bag, but there's some really good stuff in there. So we're going to talk about them. How did Batman fare in the 16 and 32-bit era? Well, we're here to tell
1: you. God, it. we were in love with... That kind of Batman in uh-huh. the '90s, we it did was so so
2: good. Tim Burton decided that's what we wanted, so that's what we got. Yeah, and it was fine for what it needed to be. <laughs> so, if you want to learn more about that, next next week is the show you're going to want to tune into. Check it out: uh, Batman and the movies '90s video games. That's next week right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, if you haven't joined us already, please do hop onto our Patreon at patreon.com/slash/playretro where you can be like Dustin Cheryl and Brendan Buckingham. Yep, those are Ooh, just two of our Brendal, many patrons.
1: Brendan Buckingham,
2: the good. Yeah. yeah, right? This, this, these guys are awesome. Do you want to be awesome? You have to join patreon.com slash play retro. We are giving away another PlayStation Classic, and we'll be announcing that winner on Patreon tomorrow. This is going to patrons only. Okay. Not everybody. We already did that contest and gave that away.
1: Yeah, we gave we gave that community contest out last week. Yep. Uh, went to The Void Alone, and that package was shipped out and delivered uh, this past week.
2: He so got it. He said thank you, way. by the way. A big thanks from Excellent. him. Excellent. Uh, yep. So we're going to give one more of these away, and it's going to be to the patrons uh, on the Patreon page. You'll get notified if you're a supporting patron. So if you haven't joined up now, you could right now. You go sign up now. You're eligible for winning the PlayStation. Hurry. Even if it means you hop out after a month or whatever, you know, we're not going to get weird. Whatever you want to do. Oh, but we, you... we
1: missed you last week at the Play Retro Show get-together. That's um, right.
2: Yeah, all our extra shit we do that just, you don't know about. We're
1: just checking on you, make sure you're okay.
2: If you want to be a part of that community, what are you waiting for? No commercials ever, pre-show content every week, monthly benefits. There's no better time to join up than now. Patreon.com slash Play Retro. Play Retro Show at gmail.com. Play Retro Show on Twitter and the website is frogpants.com slash play retro hey Brian is there anything you'd like to
1: add before we go mm, sure if you like watching uh, watching stupid people play this stupid games we do on play retro I do every <laughs> week uh, at twitch.tv four slash Brian Dunaway 6 p.m. eastern time most days I will be playing Batman yeah. Moon tie from the 90s Batman, Batman. Uh, so
2: that's next week everybody thank you all for listening thanks for watching Go play something retro, and we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.